this week on Best Friend Energy. Julie and I started this conversation. We had lunch. It was the best blind date that we had ever been on. By the time (laughs) she got in the cab to go home, we were organizing our future. And the conversation (laughs) has not stopped since. It's amazing to hear the same story. I I know, it is the same. Hi, I'm Clea. And I'm Joanna. And this is Best Friend Energy. On the show today, we are talking with the women who founded SoulCycle, Julie Rice and Elizabeth Cutler. They were the company's co-CEOs from 2006 to 2015. And Elizabeth and Julie, much like us, are not just business partners, but also best friends. I personally cannot wait to talk to them about their origin story. I love to hear it. Um, And their years of working together. They also have a new project called Peoplehood, and we're excited to talk about that as well. Um, And you may have heard today is the 4th of July. How do we feel about this holiday? Fireworks, the whole, no pun intended, shebang. Clea? I am the one with the puns. Uh, We're going to discuss it. We're going to talk about it. And of course, we'll take your DMs. But first, we're going to take a very quick break. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that supporting your health can be as easy as taking two capsules a day? Each daily dose of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is formulated with 24 scientifically studied probiotic strains that support gut, skin, and heart health helping you start the new year off right. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code Spotify 25 to get 25% off your first month. So today is the 4th of July. How how do we feel about the 4th of July? First of all, like general, general thoughts and opinions. Well, you know how I feel about summer. So like we can start there. It doesn't get off on the right foot because it's already a summer holiday. So let's start with the fact that 4th of July, Independence Day, is a slightly problematic holiday. Okay, let's just Mm -hmm, acknowledge that. Because at the time of independence, not everyone had independence. Again, it's not getting off on a great foot. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, like it comes with a lot of caveats. It's already a problem holiday. So the way I celebrated 4th of July growing up, I actually really loved it because the neighborhood that I lived in, there were, well, my parents lived like up on a hill, but like at the base, there were like 4th of July parades where everyone put their kids in red wagons and Mm -hmm. balloons and everyone would kind of like cook food and like put it out on the street. And it was like a street party. It was very, very, very fun. People bring their guitars. We sat around on the grass and sang songs. And like, it's great. Saw fireworks from my parents' house. Amazing. I grew up going to Wisconsin um, every year for the 4th and also had very fond memories, although not California. Much like Tennessee, it is very humid in the summer and quite warm. But we still had the parades and the wagons and the streamers and the balloons and the hot dogs and hamburgers back when I used to eat meat. Um, And we would go get custard every single year at this place. Anybody who lives even in the a neighboring state to Wisconsin needs to drive to Cops Custard, just a shout out. It changed my entire life. Just, I just have to say that out loud. Okay, well, it in, is, in eight years, she's never told me this, but okay, go ahead. No, it's not, so if you don't eat custard, you're not like the real custard. Okay, but it like changes your life. You don't even it share did. with me. It actually changed my life. Okay. I, I cannot, you, you haven't lived until you've tried this custard. Um, will you tell us, will you please do the honors of explaining your 4th of July phobia? Oh. Yeah. You know what? In case anybody was looking in the business for a new phobia, um, my back in St. Olaf. Wait, what did you just call it? 
back in St. Olaf, you know, in Golden Girls, okay, where Rose I was about is always to like, say, yes, I know. But I was about to say, I didn't know that you had family in St. Olaf. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, she's uh, Rose is always like, back in St. Olaf. Yeah. Yeah. Back in Wisconsin for the 4th of July. Uh, again, my whole family would get together, watch the fireworks. And one year we had a beautiful, big picnic blanket out ready to watch the fireworks. And my uncle got a firework, like whatever I don't even know what it's called. The little like shell a, a that shell. comes down. Yeah. Yeah. In his eye. It's a bad way to go. He had to go to the hospital. That was, that was no more fun. No more fun and fireworks. Can you even believe that you have to worry about this now? You know, I honestly, I have so many things I do worry about. I'm just going to put this on pause. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to be like, if it happens, this is my lot in life. I can't be afraid of everything. I think you just wear goggles if you really want to look up. No. Well, at least your eyes protected. No, I think it's... It, uh, how unlucky can can most people be? I don't know. I mean, he's fine. He's lived to tell the tale and we all saw it. So, okay. you know, he's absolutely fine. It's not like being at sea and not being fine, you know? So, like, we'll keep it in perspective. I literally am afraid of so much. I Right. You just... There's no room for this one. I don't know. Okay. So, all I'm right. going to go about my life and I'm still <laughs> going to enjoy fireworks and assume it's not going to happen to me. And I okay. honestly... I don't know. Like, I'm not like a person who lays on towels and looks up. So I just yeah. feel like the the likelihood of it hitting is, you know. We should do some loose stats and see if this has ever happened to anybody else. I mean, I would like to know if it's like, if he should get a lottery ticket, like if he's that lucky slash uh, unlucky. Uh, no, or... no, 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 no. No lottery ticket if you get a shell oh. in your eye. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe it comes back the other way. <laughs> I don't know. But I also, this would then, if we asked, if we like polled the audience, this would yeah. only open up horrible firework stories and I just don't want to hear them. No, I would just like to know. I would just like to Email Joanna, please. <laughs> I do not I do not want to see them because I actually, you know, I have very few joys in life and the fireworks <laughs> are one of them. Please don't ruin it. I did give you some new stresses. You were never stressed about swimming, kids swimming or packing for yes. trips until you met me. You gave me those anxieties and I don't need firework anxieties, okay? <laughs> just don't need them. What so anxiety? You, you gave me an anxiety too. What did you give me? I forgot. Oh, I mean, like, what do you have time for? Like, no, I'm, but I'm, I know. But you really, you really drove it home for me. And now I, oh God, there, there was something recently yeah, that I was like, oh my God, Clea. I didn't even like, have you that didn't on my know list. you had to be stressed about it. No. Okay. This is going to really bother me. I know. We'll, we'll, we'll think about it. We'll come back at the end. Okay. All right. Well, it'll come to us. Yeah. Um, okay. We have a lot of questions for Elizabeth Cutler and Julie Rice from SoulCycle, but first we're going to take a very quick break. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. If you're looking for a smoking gun, I can absolutely guarantee you, you will not find it. In October 2001, a series of letters filled with a deadly powder called anthrax were dropped into the U.S. mail system. What started as an unprecedented case turned into an unsettling mystery. Who sent these deadly letters and why? From Campside Media and Sony Music Entertainment, I'm Josh Dean, and this is Cover Up Season 4, The Anthrax Threat, available now.
could not be more excited. This is such a special episode because we get to chat with the co-founders of SoulCycle, Ah! Elizabeth Cutler and Julie Rice. Their new startup is called Peoplehood. We're going to chat a bunch about that. But Elizabeth and Julie, welcome to Best Friend Energy. We are so excited to have you. What an honor. Seriously, thank you guys for taking the time. This is very, very exciting. SoulCycle is... Joanna's personality, actually. Yeah. Oh my God, and we're so excited to meet the two of you because um, Elizabeth's therapy is a home organization. (laughs) Perfect. So um, I will absolutely say that we're the Mutual Admiration Society and um, also... We have been obsessed with the fact that we're all, you know, pairs of female founders that are doing this happily, that are still in, you know, very happy partnerships. And um, there's just so many similarities between all of our stories that we couldn't have been more excited to get to meet the two of you. Well, that's that's exactly how we feel. Listening to your stories, we're like, oh, this is just going to be so much fun. So we're thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for making this happen. There's nothing that we love more than a pair of female founders. Truly. And, you know, we're, there aren't, a ton. No, it's like so, the best double date of all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Well, I think we need to start with your origin yeah, story. Please. You know, how did you guys meet? How quickly did you go from meeting to starting a business together? Exactly like you. We weren't even friends before we met. We met because of business, because we each had this idea that fitness could be joyful and that we could have it be something that you look forward to and that you could plan well, that you could fold into your lives and have it really function well for the way that you want to live. And Julie and I started this conversation. We had lunch. It was the best blind date that we had ever been on. By the time (laughs) she got in the cab to go home, we were organizing our future. And the conversation (laughs) has not stopped since. Oh, oh gosh, it's amazing to hear the, the same the story. Same. I, know. I know, it is the same. No, it's the literal same story. I mean, we had each been taking spin classes at different gyms. There were there was no boutique fitness at the time. We had a mutual teacher and Elizabeth had said to her, I'm really interested in, you know, creating a better version of fitness. And I had said the same thing to her at a different gym. And she set us up on this blind date and we had lunch. And literally, uh, like the two of you, we started planning the business at lunch. I mean, when I got in my cab on the way home, Elizabeth said, my cell phone rang and Elizabeth said, okay, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to look for real estate and you're going to research towels and I'm going to call you on Thursday. (laughs) And fair enough, on Thursday she called me and she had found a space. It happened to be across the street from my uh, rent control apartment on 71st Street. Mm -hmm. And I met her there. And we signed a lease a couple days later and oh. we went across the street to Starbucks and we wrote oh, our I business chilled. plan. We met at Starbucks. Starbucks we too. met at Starbucks too. We signed our yeah. paperwork at Starbucks. It was crazy. Our business plan is on the back of a Starbucks napkin oh. that's framed in Elizabeth's office. I believe uh, that so deeply. I know. We also hired our first employee, Sumner, who has been a huge piece of our company at Starbucks too. At Starbucks. Yeah. And our some of our business plans... Are they going to come for our money? Like all what? of us? Starbucks. Like oh, that, maybe. They're, they're going to take like, ownership. They take all of our money anyway. Right, we that's spend right. A that's lot right. There. We do. But some of our business plans were written on the back of wrapping paper. Yeah. Like, I mean, we really, you know, you do what you can at that stage of of your business. And there's actually a beauty in it because you don't know if it's going to be successful. So you're just, of course, you can write on a napkin, you know, like who knows, like JK Rowling wrote on a napkin for her story ideas. And all of a sudden now that napkin's famous. But I mean, it's, you don't know your origins are just in the beginning. And do you guys think that there's something freeing about not being friends first that allowed the business to flourish in the way that it has? 
I, I mean, I think so. I, I, you know, look, look, I think I'm sure that the two of you run into it all the time, but, you know, as two women in business, people assume, oh, you know, you must have been besties. You couldn't have just mm -hmm. been two women that wanted to start a successful company, right? Um, which is actually the way that it did start for us. I mean, we bonded over a business idea. And it's interesting because, you know, as you get to know us, you'll see we're really two very different people, but we really had a common vision. And that is what kind of you know, began this ongoing conversation that is still going on today, I think that there was definitely something about getting to know each other on a business level before and then kind of growing into being friends and, and now really family. Well, I'm just really curious, and I'm sure you've answered this question a million times, but what was the that first spark of an idea? Like, how did it come to fruition? Like, did, w did someone say yellow or did uh, like, you know, bikes? Honestly, it came together out of desperation. I think that we were both <laughs> looking for something to do that we could commit to because it felt good. It felt good physically. It felt good mentally. It's like our heads felt clearer once we did it. And, you know, honestly, it helped us spiritually. It helped us to kind of clean out what needed to get cleaned out so that we could move forward with our lives, whether it was at home or at the office or what have you. And so frankly, and I, I mean, I gained so much weight while I was pregnant. Like I, if I didn't get cardio, I just, I was like begging my body to come back to me mm -hmm. and it was just not happening. And that bike really helped me. So, you know, for me anyway, I think for what, what Julie and I found in those rooms was, a connection to ourselves, a connection to each other, and a place that was always there for us to meet us wherever we were on any given day. You know, whether the cheesecake got the best of us the night before, yep. or whether, yep. you know, we were trying to show up for a friend who was in need or going through something on sort of the human continuum. And those rooms really met um, us and everyone else where wherever we were on any given day. Elizabeth okay. and I build things for ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're sort of selfish entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So we absolutely build things that we need. And we had both just moved back to New York City, Elizabeth from Colorado. I had moved back from Los Angeles. And we were looking for lifestyle fitness in a city where that really didn't exist. And mm -hmm. there were four problems. The first problem was there was no online reservation system, right? So you'd have to go to a gym and sign up an hour before your activity to do an activity. So it would take two hours to do 40 minutes of exercise. That was an issue. Gosh, that's so The next issue was that there, was, there were no careers for fitness professionals. Right. So you'd have all of these people that were really talented trying to cobble it all over, and they couldn't be anybody's brand ambassador. And we realized that if we could offer people careers that they could actually you know, be soul cycle ambassadors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there was that last thing where we realized that, you know, if we could wrap a brand around it and most importantly, wrap customer experience around it, that we could absolutely create something that would be differentiated. It was really about building community and building customer experience. And hospitality being number four. I mean, at that time, people were so rude to you whenever you walked into a retail establishment to have somebody come in and be excited to see you and remember your shoe size and how you like right. your water and where you like to sit and where you went on vacation and how your kid was who was sick the other day. It just made us really feel like we were more connected to each other. Yeah. Well, I just love that you guys looked for specific holes to fill, you know, that you saw these problems that were out there. For and you, ways, your own problems. Right, your own problems. Yeah. Like, it's just so brilliant. Also, when you go to the club, sorry, this is now about me. Always, always make it about you. That's the best way to do it. Like, I cannot 
believe how the class overtakes you in such a way that you remove the sound and the music and the light. Like all of it allows you just to focus in on your actual being and being present. And I always said to Clea too, because she does not love to break a sweat. And I said, you don't have to. You can just go and sit on the bike. There is no judgment. You can sit on the bike. And that's why we made it dark. Right. <laughs> no, I love that. The truth is, yeah. you can do whatever you could do that day. That's right. We actually designed Soul Cycle for people that don't like to exercise. Right. You know, our feeling was if we can make exercise fun or we could give people a little bit of joy or, you know, to your point, you know, help people connect with themselves and each other, then people will come back. You know, people you say, I got in the best shape of my life at Soul Cycle. You know, what's what do you do in that room? And the secret really wasn't about the exercise. It was about the joy that people found because if you like doing anything, you're gonna keep coming back. Totally. Right? Uh, it's exactly and so right. look, we experienced design that class the exact same way that the two of you design a closet or a room or a house, right? You know, really figuring out how you are gonna allow a person through design, through understanding them and their human needs to find joy in something that people would not necessarily look at and think about like where is the joy in that right and so that's really what we did um and it was amazing and we still love soul cycle we still go to soul cycle we still ride at soul cycle at what point you know you started as not being friends and you just had really smart ideas and ways to kind of fill it in the marketplace at what point were you like oh she's my life partner. Like, I, what, like, did, was there a moment that kind of clicked or like put, like, did you start celebrating Christmas together? Like, what was it that just transitioned? We do celebrate Christmas together, by the way. Oh, you do? Okay. Julie does good Christmas. I mean, I have to say, I Christmas is my favorite holiday, but I had no idea how good it could be until <laughs> I met Julie Rice. I love that for you. She upped the game and then upped it again. Oh. I had so many sets of matching pajamas as a result of Julie. I mean, we have so many great pictures. It's just like endless, endless, endless. My kids look forward to it. Oh, I so love what was that. the friendship like? Was it a slow roll or was it just like, wow, we've been missing each other our whole lives? I think became one of those things. And I'm sure the two of you understand more than anything. It's like, you know, you begin to share a brain at one point yeah. and you're solving the same problems yeah. and you're thinking about the same things and moving the same thing forward. Elizabeth and I also have, we each have two daughters. So we each raise two daughters. Um, we have one, we each have one daughter that is the same age. And then I have a little younger and Elizabeth has a little older, but you know, we went through all of these life stages, both um, professionally and personally together. And, you know, we, we really worked as a village. I mean, we raised these girls together. We built these mm -hmm. businesses together. We had thousands of young employees that we raised together. We learned to be leaders mm -hmm. together. And, you know, like anything else, I mean, we sort of have for the past, you know, decade and a half gone through life stages together. And so it's one of those things where, you know, you wake up in the morning and the first person you need to tell something to is the person whose brain you're sharing. And so I would say it grew over time and continues to grow, but it's also not been without its challenges. And I don't know how the two of you navigate that, but um, I'll let Elizabeth tell you about how very early <laughs> on we found our own business therapist um, who we worked with to this day and she's very involved in our new business. Um, because Meredith really helped us to learn how to navigate a partnership and a friendship. 
Joanna and I just like go out to eat. Yeah. I mean, we're just like, let's hash it out over nachos. Please tell us about Meredith. Oh, well, I Googled Life Coach NYC at Sunday night at 11.55 after I think experiencing a panic attack. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like the overwhelm of a growing business and all the people that we were hiring and all the work that was needing to happen and the pressures of young children and a marriage that needed tending to and realizing that I still only had 24 hours in a day and that sleep was a component of that. And she really helped me start to see where I could find space in my life and it allowed me the space to breathe. And I think the main thing that came out of that in terms of our partnership was Julie and I are very different people. And I think it's so crucial to have a partner that you have different strengths, that you have different areas where you can excel and that you have a lane to run in. And yet there's enough connective tissue that you all can stay focused on what is the road ahead? You know, what is the goal? Where are we going? Like a shared vision is so critical in addition to that kind of work ethic. And the truth is that even with those things working right, to get someone else's world, especially if you're not agreeing on something, can be such a massive challenge. And so Meredith really taught us to not have to be right and to be able to suspend our own beliefs while understanding where the other person was coming from so that we could really, for that moment, just see something from another person's perspective And it's so fascinating because just in that act, if you kind of sleep on it, Julie always says sleep on it. And in the morning, you can see how becoming aware of someone else's worldview of their own experience around something that's different from yours allowed me to expand what I was thinking about and for us to find like the right overlay of that Venn diagram that we knew was the right decision for the business, especially as we were making a lot of like you know, big, big, big choices, big, big, big decisions that not only affected us, but affected a lot of other people. Right. Mm -hmm. That can be a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. And it can also be very difficult to feel like you have the clarity that you, that the business deserves. And so that was a big piece of what we did. And the other thing that we did is we really, I think that act of listening really allowed us not only to get each other, but then to start to get the teams, to start to understand that if somebody was at the front desk and a person was walking in and had a really bad day and was taking it out on a 17 year old that we had hired off of Craigslist to just Mm -hmm. like help with the class, like how could we give them the resources and the tools to find a yes for that person so that any situation could be de-escalated and that people could feel like they were actually heard and cared for as a result of just being interested in how we show up for each other and in what that means for hospitality. Yeah, I love um, that. And really it just that. became like this ethos of caring and generosity. Um, and, and so for us, like those are kind of the, the cornerstones that kind of bled through the whole organization. And when we started to look at what would be next for us, that was really rising to the top. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with Julian Elizabeth. You may have heard of the podcast Juicy Scoop. Wondered what it is? Why aren't you listening? Well, I'm its host. Created it. Been doing it for seven years. I'm Heather McDonald of Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. Now, I could tell you why you should be listening to my show. But my listeners wanted to write the ad for me. And here are some of the things they said. 
not your regular juicy podcast. Catch up on all the juicy topics from Hollywood and pop culture to true crime and beyond. Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop always has great guests, great laughs, and great gossip. It's a comedian's take on the hottest headlines. Juicy Scoop is the pop culture news you want to hear. No BS, no filter, no filler. Raw, real, and in the moment. Throw in the hilarity of amazing comedians that you'll instantly be obsessed with, a juicy crime story, and a dash of normal life in L.A. moments, and you've got yourself an amazing week of Juicy Scoop. Two episodes every week, every Tuesday and Thursday. It will never let you down. Warning, this podcast contains juicy tales of a super dysfunctional family. Brothers betraying brothers, friends becoming enemies, and a mother trying her best to keep everything from falling apart. No, this isn't a reality TV rewatch. I'm Dan Jones, your host, and this is one of my all-time favorite true stories. Join me on a trip to the Middle Ages to meet history's most dangerous dynasty, the Plantagenets. This season, the plots are thicker, the ambitions greater, and the betrayals are even more devious in the epic saga of the family that shaped our world. From something else in Sony Music Entertainment, this is History, a dynasty to die for, season two. Listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. What if you could become stronger, more resilient, cure disease, and all you have to do is get naked in the cold and breathe. You get into ice water, and instead of like freaking out, you relax. It's called the Wim Hof Method, and Gwyneth Paltrow and Justin Bieber love it. I do the ice plunge because it's good for your body. But there's also a dark side. How many people have died doing the Wim Hof Method? We can override even death. Listen on the podcast Infamous. That's Infamous, playing now. Let's talk about what's next for you. You have a new startup. It's called Peoplehood. Can you explain to us a little bit about, you know, what we can expect from Peoplehood? Definitely. You know, Peoplehood is actually an, an extension of what Elizabeth is talking about. At Peoplehood, we're really teaching people how to listen to each other, how to be with each other, how to connect with each other differently. I think that's the, the real thing that we learned from Meredith, our coach, was that if we took a beat and we listened to somebody else, the connection that you ultimately wind up having with them, the ability to understand them is, is much deeper and ultimately allows you to really grow together. And so, you know, at Peoplehood, we've created a one hour experience. It's not unlike SoulCycle. There's music, there's breath work, there's a great guide that takes you through it. Uh, and then there's some group sharing and there's some one-on-one -on -one sharing. And ultimately, you know, just like uh, when you're building your physical muscles or building your cardiovascular strength, you know, if you continue to learn to communicate with people in a different type of pattern, you know, two, you know, we all come to conversations and it's two monologues, not a dialogue, right? Mm -hmm. We don't take a pause. We don't hear what somebody else is going to say. We just think about how we feel about it, what advice we would give them or how we would judge them. And by teaching people how to sort of take a pause give somebody else the experience of having a full couple of minutes to express themselves and just holding space, we begin to watch the world around us change. And I will say it's super timely. We're calling it relational, emotional health. 
Um, but this week, the Surgeon General issued, you know, a 50-page uh, document talking about the loneliness epidemic that's going on in the United States. Um, he's likening it to an opioid crisis. We're seeing that more people are dying from social isolation than from wow. smoking cigarettes, than from obesity. Um, this is a real, real problem. And post-COVID-19, uh, we're spending most of our lives on our phones or other devices. We are really stripping you know, these skills, this human connection that we have had since man has existed um, from you know, our world. And how are we going to give people the spaces and the structure to be in you know, relationships that are the sustenance of their life? And so that's what we're really doing at Peoplehood. We opened our first location in New York. It's awesome. Oh my God. If you guys are in New York, we would love to have oh, you. I, we would love, 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 love to that. do it. We would, we would love to have you. And we also have created a digital product at peoplehood.com. So we are posting what we're calling gathers all day long on the hour. And, you know, people are coming by themselves and they're doing peoplehood. They're bringing their partners, romantic or business partners, and they're doing couplehood. You know, on Friday nights, we have singlehood. We have motherhood. We have, you know, LGBTQ gathers. And so all different types of groups are gathering and finding a way to really make time, intentional time to focus on their social health, which we actually do think is really um, the next frontier in completing what our wellness picture looks like. I mean, SoulCycle is kind of tapping into community, into um, making yourself feel better, mm -hmm. into interpersonal connections. And, you know, you go with your friends, you might go alone. And I think that this sounds kind of like that, just without the cardiovascular component. This is for you. This is for me, Yeah, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we created this one for you. Yeah. No, but I think that's exactly right. Listen, as we, um, you know, something that we learned very on in our soul cycle journey, and I'm sure that you learn it ev with every room that you walk into, this has nothing to do with exercise. It has nothing to do with organizing a room, right? What it has to do with is the way that people then connect to themselves, yes. the way they connect to each other, the way they feel supported, the way they feel empowered, because there is something that touches them that allows them to feel seen and recognized, right? When, when, you've, when you reveal what you've created for people, I'm sure they think, oh my goodness, somebody understands me. Mm -hmm. Because uh, you take the people, time to. Yeah. 100%. And that's what people felt like in soul cycle rooms. They felt like they understood themselves. They felt like the person on the podium yes. saw them and understood them. And they felt like the group around them understood them. Our front desk understood them. Right. And so that's really what we were creating there. And I think that's really what Peoplehood is creating again. Um, and this time we hope people walk away with the skills to be able to do that in other rooms that they walk into in their own lives. Did you guys know immediately that your next venture was going to be together? I can't function without Elizabeth. <laughs> I, no, I, I appreciate I'm, that. Elizabeth is an entrepreneur, and I just work really hard to keep up with, like, the greatest instincts and vision in the world. Like, for me, I'm not brave enough to be Elizabeth. Elizabeth is very brave. I'm a real downer compared to Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth is like, this is going to work. What we've created is amazing. We should take another lease. We're going to spend the money. I'm like the Grinch, right? You know, <laughs> None of that is true. None of that is true. Zero truth. Zero truth. But, you know, I always say together we're one fabulous entrepreneur. And for me anyway, and I think for both of us, the real joy, 
And, you know, at the end of this, all this journey, I always say the legacy that is in it for me is that, you know, this partnership was the most significant relationship in my life other than, you know, love you, honey. No, I know we say it all the time. Yeah. But it really, it's been significant in the same way that having my children yeah. or my husband has yeah. been. And um, for me, I just think, you know, that will really be the legacy that, that I leave here. And it's absolutely been the joy in it. I mean, the joy in it has been Completely. having a partner. And yeah. I feel terribly when I sit with other entrepreneurs that talk about how lonely they are or mm -hmm. their struggles or whatever, because for us, whether it's a tragedy or a triumph, you know, we get to mourn it or celebrate it together. Yeah. Yes. And that has made all the difference. I feel bad for everyone who's just solo, to be honest. I do too. Julie is so brilliant. I, I like hang on her every word. And it's it just it's just so refreshing to be around somebody who you can just riff off of. Yeah. It it makes things so much more rich. I, I really I, I think it must be so hard to do this on your own. I I really, really do. And I just want to state for the record that Julie is the super brilliant one and she is actually the <laughs> entrepreneur. So I don't know what exactly that she's talking about here, but I do love the idea that, you know, just to have that kind of person to bounce stuff off yeah. of. It just, it's one and one plus one is way more than one. Yeah. I don't even know how I would have done a business without her. There's yeah. no way. It's funny when we sold Soul Cycle. I remember the day that we were, were were getting ready to sign our paperwork, and it was obviously you know a great big exit and all the good things. And I looked at Elizabeth and I said, "Okay, here's the deal. I can sign the paperwork as long as we go this weekend and we rent a small office and put two desks in it, so that I know <laughs> on Monday we can go sit in there and eat lunch together. Place to yeah, go. yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Together. Oh, I just need to tell you that in the office with the two desks, all I said to Julie was, "Please just give me some way that I can't." I am I allowed to swear on this, or are we not doing? Go that? ahead, oh, yeah. just go for it. Okay. The thing that I asked her for is, can you please help us create something or can actually you create something for me that will allow me to unfuck myself in less than an hour? Because <laughs> I, think that's I, right. I think need that's right. to be able to do that yeah. on any given day of the week and at any time of day. And so really, that. if you just want to distill it down, that is how peoplehood feels. <laughs> yes. Yes. Print it. Let's yeah. get it on T-shirts. I know. Seriously. I, I think that that's great. Okay. We like to wrap every conversation with a segment that we call five minutes for hugs because every conversation needs at least five minutes to hug it out. That's our peoplehood experience is five minutes for hugs. So who's a planner who's spontaneous? I'm a planner, but I'm also a canceler. Ah. Elizabeth is spontaneous, but she sticks to her commitments. Interesting. Oh. Interesting. So it's a, you know it's what? a I two prong. Elizabeth. Yeah, I think, I think that's right. I am spontaneous and I stick to my commitments, but I do not want to be locked into anything. Right. I plan everything and I'm like, yes, 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 but I will cancel. So I think okay. I too, because I'm an over planner. I'm yeah. an over planner. Right. So it turns so out something... there's only two personalities in this world, yeah. one or the other. <laughs> one's Julie, one's Elizabeth. That's right. All right. Okay. Yep. Introvert or extrovert? Both. Yeah, I would say we're I would say we're both some of both. Oh, interesting. Okay. Interesting. All right. I'll okay. go in I'll go in a room and talk to anyone, but I won't hug or dance. Okay. Elizabeth <laughs> doesn't like to talk to people, but she'll hug or dance with anyone. Okay, I love the hard limits. I, I think that, that that's too. really Me I think too. that's really okay. good. All right. I'm definitely the extrovert, Joanna's the introvert. A thousand percent. Yeah. All right. Who worries the most? Oh, that's not oh, even Julie. a question. That's not even a question. <laughs> <laughs> I really, with us, I actually don't know. I think we split it. No, it's whoever, whoever calls it first. That's right. You get to call it. Like, I, I get this worry. If Joanna's worrying about something, I have to immediately be like, I you guess I'm, I'm not worried. You have to from being worried. That's funny. Um, okay. Sweet or savory? 
Oh, for me, sweet. And really, I'm I'm in, I'm all over the map today. I'm sweet and savory. I'm <laughs> you can be both. Yeah, I'm spicy. I'm spicy and savory. You know, no one gives mm-hmm. me an option. No, so I think right. that I right. think that that's right. you are spicy. I'm sweet and savory. You're sweet and savory. I'm spicy and savory. Yeah. Okay, Joanna, you want to give the okay. last one? Yeah, morning person or night owl? Oh, for me, morning person. My mom used to say to me when I was a little kid, never make decisions after six o'clock. You're not good at that. <laughs> oh, that's, I, my that's mom the too. only time I'm good at it. She'd say, wait until the morning. Yeah. You'll know the answer. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, but I'm sleeping in the morning. No, so I, like, how yeah. am I going to have the answer? I'm with Julie on this one for sure. Well, we don't know Elizabeth's answer. We yet. don't. I just said I'm with Julie. Okay. Yeah. I have to say I'm with Cleo. I, I feel like I get it at night. Yeah. You made a really smart decision at 1155 PM to Google a life coach in New York City. We can do smart things. I just want to say. I just take the early shift. That's all. No, it's it's perfect. It's like when Elizabeth and I travel together, we actually like to share a hotel room because oh, this oh. way we can, we can fall asleep talking and wake up oh, talking. Yeah, percent Better than yeah. that. Nothing. Well, what we have officially landed on, though, because after filming a show and it's every day for like 10 weeks, what we've really landed on is the sweet spot is a adjoining room. Adjoining room. Adjoining rooms. And if anyone closes the door... A security will be called. Yeah. We had sliding doors between our offices for years. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel that. Yeah, we can be in all the meetings together. <gasps> oh, we have loved Thank you talking so with you guys. Much. All right. Well, if you ever if you ever need Meredith, let us know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to call her after this. <laughs> hey! So, no, just to talk. I just am curious. I feel like Meredith has <laughs> like some inside information for what Nothing we should be doing. to talk about. <laughs> it's oh true. Oh my gosh. We have loved this. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. We we have been so looking forward to this. Oh, so well, you for guys are just for us. visionaries I, yeah. and a pleasure. And we cannot wait to check out people. Yeah. We can't wait to meet you in person. Yeah. So thank, thank you, you guys. so much. Thank you so much. All right, Joanna, you ready mm-hmm. for some DMs? You know, I love a DM. I love it too. Okay, this is from Aaron. Aaron wants to know, what is the funniest interaction you've ever had with a fan when y'all are out and about? The funniest interaction. Gosh, hmm. I mean, there's so many. I guess one thing I would say is that I remember at the airport once, you were drinking champagne and I was eating candy at a table before could, we were boarding. any day. Okay. <laughs> and somebody came up and was like, oh my God, I can't believe you really are like this. Yes. And I'm like, that is true. Yeah, we, this is really who we are. Was that on our way to London? That's a good question. I think it was. But I love when people, they, to me, what's always funny, when people don't say hello, they don't like, it's not like, hi, I just want to introduce myself. They just come straight up and are like, you really drink champagne. Like they like just call (laughs) us out like immediately. Yeah. Or like they'll come up to join (laughs) us. and be like, wow, you are shorter than I thought. You know, they just (laughs) just have like random statements. Like that's always, you know, know. no introduction. No. Right. And you're like, oh, right, 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 right. Okay. We're just, we're just going right in. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're diving in. We're on board now. Okay. We're on the same page. Um, gosh, all all those are so funny to me. Like we're just, they feel comfortable with us. Like immediately. You know what? That's the vibe that we put out. I, I hope that's what's received. And I am short for the record. I'm only five one. I'm proud of you for not saying five one and a half. I, I was coming, but no, you know, I think I'm sure starting to shrink. A little you are bit. starting to shrink. <laughs> okay, Mona would like to know. Um, hi, Joanna and Clea. I've been big fans since day one. How do you handle papers and things you bring into the house that you cannot immediately put away, like flyers, doctor visit notes, things that you just bought, etc.? Can't oh. wait to see you on tour. Just gifted Woo! myself a ticket. Woo! Yeah, love, we can't wait to see you Mona. too. 
Okay. okay. I, I'll start with this one. You know what? This is such a good question. And this is this makes me so happy because it's actually a very easy solve. What we do in our house is have mailboxes per each member of the family. So when anything comes in, it's like it's a holding place to, so it can be properly categorized and put away. Can in you describe even, your mailbox yeah. system so yeah. they know what you're talking about? Yeah. So we each have boxes, little boxes like uh, trays, I guess, for each member of the family that are carefully labeled pa- with paper trays. Oh, yes. Yes. A paper tray with your beautiful handwriting, Clea. And anytime like a piece of mail or artwork from a kid or a doctor's anything comes in and you don't have time at that moment to put it properly where it goes, it goes in that mailbox. So then when you do have time a weekend, whenever a late, you know, afternoon, whenever you have a second, you can properly file everything, donate it, throw it out, recycle, whatever you need to do. It's all there and you always know where to go. It's a holding pattern. Yeah, before it's you file it and away. you don't have to feel you yeah. don't have to feel guilty because it's actually a place for it to live until it's in a permanent home. Think of it as like your pending papers. You know, mm-hmm. like you haven't filed them away yet. They're not in your kids, you know, sentimental art box yet. Things like that. They're they're in progress. So paper trays are the way to go. Not mm-hmm. the material that can it can be metal. Paper trays is <laughs> is the type. Okay, all right, that is it for this episode. We are back on Tuesday, but until then, we'll be back Thursday with another episode of Best Friend Energy Unpacked. Um, and of course, we love hearing from you. So please keep in touch with us at Best Friend Energy on Instagram and TikTok or bestfriendenergypod.com. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on Best Friend Energy. We're back every Tuesday with a new episode. Best Friend Energy is a Hello Sunshine and Sony Music Entertainment production. Engineering and mixing by Nashville Audio Productions. Our senior producer is Rebecca Kaufman. Our associate producer is Cami York. Our executive producer is Sarita Wesley. Our executive producers at The Home Edit and Hello Sunshine are Lauren Lagarde, Hilary Franchi, and, and us. See you next time. Being a mother has its challenges. You have to constantly grow and adapt as your baby does. And while our kids aren't diaper age anymore, we remember a few tricky years with diaper obstacles like blowouts. Oh, yes, I remember. Not to mention getting diapers on active babies. And you and I both know once your baby starts moving, the adventure really begins. That's why you need Pampers Cruisers 360. A lot of people think Pampers Cruisers 360 are just for potty training, but from my experience, it's actually the best diaper to use as soon as your baby's on the go. It doesn't have ordinary diaper tabs. Instead, it has a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband, which is a great hack to keep your baby from taking their diaper off, which, if you've ever experienced, can lead to chaos. And as you know from the home edit days, if we care about anything, it's organizing messes and controlling the chaos. And it really stretches with your baby for a comfortable fit so your baby can move freely. It also makes it so easy to change a wiggly baby who's on the move. Pampers Cruisers 360 with the new blowout barrier are available in sizes three to seven and come in adorable new prints. The best part is that they are hypoallergenic and free of elemental chlorine bleaching, parabens, and latex. As mothers, we know how important it is to count on a great diaper. So for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Redeem Pampers cash, no cash value.